0: Whoa, back again. You always surprise me with the choices that you make. Yes, of
1: course, I got oh, it. You music. know, I got to stay with the, the drums. The drums is what sets the, the mood out for <laughs> for our for our episode. So, wait for it, wait for it. Uh. DJ
2: Unique. <laughs> Did she just pop?
1: No, that was the beat test.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Hey.
1: Wait, 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 wait. I love that, I you love when it I mean, it's over Yeah, no, bring it back, yeah, that's right We're back, we got a new series for you guys today It's gonna be a treat
0: First yes. Corinthians
1: First Corinthians yep. No Star Wars reference today mm. <laughs> Before Corey, got, I'm gonna turn today it off in is the young, we're only
0: 53 seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. in
1: <laughs> If you don't bring it up in the intro, you never bring it up <laughs> So we just gotta get past the intro <laughs> We'll see, man, we'll see <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Before I before I bless the mic real quick, with some lines?
0: What are you calling bars? Bars. <laughs> I never heard that until until I started hanging out with. uh AT and T bars with, with your crowd. <laughs> 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 my crowd. Oh what? No.
1: Give us something good. Yeah.
0: To, <laughs> okay. This has nothing to do with 1 first, first Corinthians, yeah. but. Uh, I had a friend who uh, we were talking about making music together, mm. and uh, he was like, "Yeah, man." He said, "I have some uh, some verses, and I have some 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 lines that uh, that I'm, I have ready to go." But uh, dude, I listened to your your songs, and um, I really think that you can make a good hook. And I was just like. What, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, what I, like we're gonna fish or something together, or, or and then he and it's the chorus, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Chorus. It's I'm like, so why don't you call it the chorus, as it's been called for the past two thousand years? I don't think
1: I've I've used chorus referring to a hook, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. Is it because
0: it's supposed to hook the the listener or something? Um, I don't know oh, what the the well, theology is behind <laughs> that. Someone, so. someone needs to explain the rules behind yeah. all these these things. So well. Well, let's let's go no further.
1: It's Sword of the Spirit podcast episode number seventeen. Wow. Yes, episode number nice. seventeen. We progress. are we are keeping it going. Uh, yes, progress is right, That's and uh, we we have a treat for everyone. We um we we have a new series. Yes, uh, we, we've we've covered uh, uh, we've covered James. the Book of James. Mm-hmm. We've covered Ruth. That was so good. I missed Ruth, Ruth. Was good. Yeah, let's do Ruth, it again. <laughs> just kidding. No, just kidding. Right? No, the Ruth. Ruth was real dope. So um, okay. on our SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, you could uh, see the the Ruth. Um, uh, you, you'll you'll be able to see the Ruth uh, through the um, through the cover uh, art. It says that there's um, What book is Ruth Or which one Which episodes are are From the book of Ruth What would
0: you say If if our listeners Have not listened to Any of our episodes And we could give them One series Would you say Ruth Yeah Ruth For sure For sure James was wild Listen to all of it guys (laughs) James was wild That was like (laughs) the first
1: The first episodes Of our podcast Yeah yeah. That was a little bit Everywhere but
0: And and our recording software Was not as as good Yeah the recording software
1: Was my phone Yeah right (laughs) So
0: And I can't even listen to I think it's episode three um and we had levi as a guest speaker because i played the song that day yeah. but because our recording software was so poor at that time like my yeah, voice yeah, when i yeah. sang does not yeah. sound the well way we all, all, all
1: three of us used uh one mic oh, if I oh, remember, oh if I really record. yeah if i remember oh, like man. i think we all all three of us used one mic so mm so whoever was closer to that (laughs) mic.
0: oh we had the phone in the middle of the table didn't we oh it was the
1: phone yeah that's right that's right that's right so that yeah it was horrible but hey that that wasn't going to stop us from getting this this, uh good news out hope that you guys are edified
0: for those who have been listening since (laughs) the beginning
1: yeah so all right so let's give it to them yeah do a little drum roll
0: yeah What are we oh first
1: corinthians oh. <laughs> didn't we say it already did we no yeah, we you didn't said say it. it yes you did. no do. i didn't we'll run the playback but i don't think i said it but it's first corinthians everyone uh-huh. yeah we're doing a a, um, a series on first corinthians i hope it's gonna be uh edifying and mm-hmm. and yeah i think it's gonna be real good for for everyone to to uh for especially for us i mean uh getting to first corinthians um it's it's a lengthy one, mm-hmm. so we're going to be on this one for a minute, but yeah. um, or longer than a minute, as you stated last in our yeah, podcast, that yeah, one minute's a month, so it's yeah, for sure going to be longer than a long month. Long minutes, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 1 Corinthians is what we'll be getting into, um, but, but first... Uh, how, 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 how's things going?
0: Um, things are going, uh, yeah. they're, they're going. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, uh, stressful. Um, you know, yeah. lots going on. Hey, hey, work, work could get like that. I
1: know, I know at end of the month As you guys heard me say a lot of times, the end of the month gets a little crazy for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's the first of the month now, so we are good, Mm -hmm. we are uh, energized, re-energized to get ready to start this uh, new month, Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what what God has in store for us.
0: I will say this, at the time of this recording, you might not be listening to it on the 3rd of what's the month is it now it's uh the august <laughs> no, from august these months are moving so quickly yeah they are um you might not be listening to this to the, on uh, the third of august but today is my fifth anniversary with my girlfriend <laughs> so hi, i'm being really cheesy right now <laughs> I already told Walter that he and his wife might oh, might man. cringe at this, but uh, but my girlfriend Lester and I call these Luniversaries, Luniversaries every month that we're together another month, so this is our fifth. You're going to have to explain so, what a Luniversary is, because um, I didn't know what that was. Maybe I'm the only
1: one that just doesn't know what that is, but... <laughs> I
0: made it up. I don't know if, if anyone else actually uses that word, but it's like... You know, it's like the time that the moon takes to go through all of its phases. So, so yeah. it's like about 30 days. So uh, it's lunar, you know, it has to do with, with the moon. Uh, and so it's like th- every 30 days, it's another month that we've been together. Um, so that's so why we call it a lunar. Pretty story. much
1: to wrap um, it up. Uh, if you didn't already think celebrating months
0: anniversaries were cheesier,
1: <laughs> think no further. Corey made it extra cheesy for mm-hmm. you guys. And he got it a lunar Yes, you have a new word.
0: This can be added to your vocabulary. You can use it for those who are not married. If you are married, you can even use it if you're married because it's like, oh, we've been together for a year and also our... Luniversary is know, today
1: Mary folks is worried about the months <laughs> i'll tell you that
0: <laughs> maybe the really cheesy lovey-dovey yeah, ones maybe, who maybe. are just like yeah i've seen some of them they exist <laughs> yeah shout out to y'all then <laughs> yeah yeah
3: anyway oh uh,
1: man uh yeah so let's, let's how get... are you oh man you got me <laughs> i've been i've been good um uh, mm. definitely excited for um uh my uh my daughter to get back in school uh she's been around the house too long you know can't wait for school to come around and she could go out there and and be away from the house for a little bit
0: (laughs) and angie's too young for preschool right angie's too young next year
1: uh for preschool next year yeah sure she'll be in there next year so uh but yeah no um i'm just playing of course uh but i know Issa enjoys going to school so uh she definitely likes going out there and um And learning and i love hearing how her day is when i pick her up so that'd be cool to get back uh to back back into that Um, yeah but yeah um yeah everything's been cool it's been a cool summer we uh going camping uh in like two weeks Mm -hmm. uh like real camping finally i've been wanting to go real camping with a tent tent yep Uh, set it up bears (laughs) like you don't know what's gonna happen at night like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. that's the kind of camping i like so uh protect your family i've never went with filipinos though so the thing that scares me is that they're gonna be cooking like a bunch of good food like a chicken adobo or or like pancette or Mm -hmm. you know just some good good smelling food you know so that that usually when i go camping i'm bringing like like uh, uh what's that chef boy rd oh you know like <laughs> like quaker <Yeah. laughs> like oatmeal like nothing nothing, nothing too good like mm-hmm. you know nothing that that the bears want to eat yeah <laughs> you know so when, when a, uh i don't know once once the uncle start cooking like them ribs and pork uh man i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be praying yeah you know, my, my prayer my prayer is gonna be uh uh very heavy out there
0: well yeah so. <laughs> i mean i mean even the yellow jackets they kind of infest like yeah, chicken and yep. you know they they swarm around that stuff so it's like yeah man, yeah it yeah, so. won't be unusual for someone to get bitten you know while they're <laughs> while they're trying to eat their chicken or something yeah we'll pray that you know you got everyone is safe and
1: we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes we'll be, definitely be in heavy trust in in our guy yeah we're out there. where is it so, uh it's i don't even know it's oh. like f- i know it's uh four Four hours south mm. of california mm-hmm. so and so. we're in northern california so mm-hmm. it's gonna be somewhere in central valley okay. i'm sure that's um, a cool place to camp yeah I mean, you yeah. usually
0: hear about people going north or northeast you know i
1: never go north
0: really never gone north. like northeast no. like tahoe
1: oh to go camping uh it's always yeah. been like yosemite like mm-hmm. somewhere uh south um mm-hmm. I would bring up a story, but I don't want to bring it up <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> about when we in trip in the, okay. <laughs> in the snow because I don't, I just don't want to refresh my memory on that. But. Well, let's
0: just save, a, let's just make a blooper <laughs> reel, and then we'll also include our extra stories. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah.
1: All right, but uh, all right. So let, let's get, get to into it. it. Let's get to it. We for have a lot it. to
0: cover. What is it? Thirty-one verses or something? Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. That that may scare people because you know how. Spent like thirty minutes on a verse last mm-hmm. <laughs> last episode, so uh, thirty verses. Uh, we'll we'll try to uh 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 like give you guys a a a packed full filled message with. With a uh, with a short amount of time, it's, we don't yeah. do the two hours anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> not going to be as expository as we would like, mm-hmm. because if we did the level of expository, you know, studies that we did on other um, books and chapters, it would it would take us probably a year to get through this book. Yeah, you know, this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going to uh, hopefully be able to provide some some background on this uh, book, uh, background on you know on uh, what Paul is talking about, what he's addressing and um and then just go verse by verse but just not to the to the level that uh we would i guess that we would really like uh but we think that it'll be beneficial to to everyone and uh beneficial to us also so um yeah so i think that we should uh kind of um we should start with a prayer as as always um i think i prayed at the start last time so yeah you okay so uh our
1: our lord father in heaven uh, we are so thankful that uh that we have this uh this uh podcast ministry that we're able to open up your word and and read it mm-hmm. lord uh we love your word and i awesome. um, i hope that uh, uh that you will be able to uh use uh the spirit within us to uh to share your message of mm-hmm. good news god uh what you spoke 1000 uh 2000 years ago to these early christians is is so relevant today and yeah. s- uh, still true lord your word is uh, everlasting and mm-hmm. God, uh, we just pray that this uh, episode would be edifying, that our listeners would uh, would be able to uh, understand what what we are uh, saying. That we, mm-hmm. me and Corey, may be uh, 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 have clarity when when we uh, when we talk and give your message, Lord. Yes, well. um, God may uh, may you please bless this, and we say these things in the name of
0: your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Right. So, right. all right, um, so. Yeah, we're going to be reading, uh, the well, our plan is, Lord willing, um, all of chapter one today and discussing it. Um, Before we actually read the text, I wanted to give a little bit of background. I didn't want to spend 30, 45 minutes reading background on this. So um, I uh, I'm reading from the NIV Study Bible. Uh, this is a great study Bible. I know that there are a lot of uh, Reformed people kind of uh, uh, saying negative things about the NIV nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good translation, man. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I really think it's it's a good translation. Um, so uh, I have an NIV Study Bible. Uh, D. A. Carson is actually the chief editor of this study Bible. Hey. Um, we really, we like D. A. Carson yes, uh, here at Sort of the Spirit Podcast. Um, so uh, if you guys haven't listened to anything by him or, or read anything of his. Uh, Give it a, give it a try. It's really good stuff. So um, what is that series? The God Who Is There? The God Who Is There. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. So good. Really good. Yeah. You so
1: check that out. I think they, they, I'm sure they have it on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. If not, just uh, we are so bad at promoting. I don't know why I got myself into this, but just Google D.A. Carson. Yeah. Is there.
0: Hey, at least we put it on our podcast. I just don't know if anyone looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> they listen to our podcast. I just don't know if they read our little notes or. and stuff. Um, so uh, here's uh, a, 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 an article from the NIV Study Bible that I'm, I'm talking about. It's uh, titled Paul and the Problems of the Church in Corinth. And this is just the little snippet I'm reading here Um, in 52 to 55 AD while establishing a new center of missionary work in Ephesus, the capital of the province of Asia, Paul received news about problems in the Corinthian church. He first responded by writing a letter about how the church should treat Christians living sexually immoral lives. See 1 Corinthians 5 verse 9. This letter has not been preserved. Okay, so that, keep that in mind, that there's a letter that Paul directed to the Corinthians that we don't have today. It's mentioned, but we don't have it. Uh, that's pretty interesting to think about. Um, Paul evidently heard of further problems in Corinth, prompting him to send his co-worker Timothy, who was to remind the Corinthians of apostolic life and teaching. Uh, f- that's uh, chapter 4, verse 17. Further news from Corinth prompted Paul to write the letter we call 1 Corinthians. The news about Corinth came from at least two sources. One, a letter some Corinthian believers wrote to Paul. We see that in chapter 7, verse 1. And two, verbal information given to Paul by people from the household of a certain Chloe. Chapter 1, verse 11. We'll see that today. So that's just uh, something to think about. So this is kind of the background. This is what's prompting Paul to write. Uh, We know that he, uh, he received a report uh, from this Chloe, uh, and we'll we'll read that. Um, we don't really know much about Chloe. Uh, we don't. I don't really think we actually see her outside of the Book of First Corinthians. Uh, there are many epistles uh, Paul writes in which we see uh, uh, people named who we also see in the Book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe, I don't. I could be wrong, but I don't think she shows up in the Book of Acts. So, um, so we don't really know anything about her. But <clears throat> but she she uh, told Paul this report of some uh, factions in the Corinthian church. Um, And then also later in the book, uh, he addresses a letter that the Corinthians sent to him. So that's just kind of a little bit of background. This is what's prompting Paul to write this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's good to, to know the motive of the writer. Uh, Whenever we are reading something, especially the epistles, okay, why is he writing this? Is it just because he wants to deliver a theological treatise to the Mm -hmm. people? Mm -hmm. Is it because, you know, something happened uh, in history, in time and space that uh, prompted him to uh, respond? Uh, Why is he writing it? Of course, the Holy Spirit uh, inspired him to write this, but what was his motive, um, you know, as the Holy Spirit was inspiring him to write? Um, And so that kind of provides a little bit of background um did you want to give any other background on
1: uh... uh i mean what i would like to move forward to is just like the the context of the city Corinth. Yeah. uh okay. yeah it's uh i mean it i mean it's described in the scriptures as um you know a city that is uh highly diverse mm-hmm. you know it's uh it has uh, a lot of a lot of different people a lot of different cultures uh, a lot of different religions there uh much like today um you know it's it's uh uh, a popular, uh, very um, city-packed area, and the reason for that is because uh, Corinth was actually located in an area in these ancient days where exporting and importing were very. Uh, it was very uh, convenient in that in that in mm. that location and in, in that location of the world is is mm. uh, the way they were set up um, uh, on a on a geographical level. Uh, it, it it was ideal. Uh, for that city to be, uh, ex, and ex, an export uh, import, uh, trading, uh, area. So, you know, with, with business and, and, and money being involved, you have all types of people coming around mm-hmm. the world, um, to, to capitalize on this, on this city. So, um, you know, just imagine a, a New York or a San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, you know, today, mm-hmm. uh, that was like that in ancient days, you Yeah, know, just, just, uh, a, a lot of different mm-hmm. people there.
0: And I think even the location, like if you look on some maps of um, the location of, of Corinth, I think I think it's it's called an isthmus. We, hard to say that. That's hard. Uh, but <laughs> um, and it's located, so it's a kind of on the strip of land, like kind of brand, reaching out into the the ocean. And there are some really good maps in the study Bibles that um, that you guys can take a look at. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could try to provide a link or something to right. to a good uh, solid map of the ancient world that shows where Corinth is. Um, but it just its location as uh, being close to the to um, the, the, the water, it's like ships could come in and out of this area um, and bring in um, you know loads of cargo and um, so yeah, trade the, the economy was thriving um, at the time that Paul was writing and as Walter said, you know lots of different people would, would have come here um, it, it, since it was a place that was um, that was thriving economically um, and with, with the you know different all the different people there were obviously people who were uh, different social levels you know, in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people who are, were of a higher status, who had a little bit more of a um, of a uh, reputation, you know, yeah. for, for one reason or another. Maybe they they were just uh, well-known because of, I don't, I don't know, for various reasons. Um, and that's just an interesting concept to think of because it really plays into what we were reading in the book of 1 Corinthians. It almost seems like uh, like there was a competition going mm-hmm. on in the church, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a lot of com- uh, competitiveness uh, between the people um, and it seems like there was they were just so focused on status yeah. um even when we get later uh really far into it when we get into uh chapter 12 uh it almost seems like Paul was addressing like this this idea that oh uh I have this spiritual gift so I'm better mm-hmm. but he he makes the point that all of these are relevant and all of these are needed for yeah. building up the church so there was this idea in this, in this city of status, like mm. what is your status and, you know, how are you viewed it by, in the public eye? Um, so I think that really plays into the book.
1: Yeah. Um, I think let, let's just get into, to the word just, yeah. uh, and then what, we'll, I mean, after we did, we could still build on, on, uh, the background of the, uh, of that city. Um, but I think it, it. The the text would force us to describe a bit more of how the city, the context yeah. and the church will uh was was definitely like. So uh I think verse one through nine, um yeah. we could we could definitely just uh start reading that and and uh getting into that. Yeah. Definitely. So okay. do you wanna you wanna start off first? Yeah. Sure.
0: Um all right, so first Corinthians chapter one and uh we'll start on verse one here. Um, there might be, depending on what uh, what I guess what version you have, it might the t- little titles might be different. But mine says greeting here. So, um, so here we go. Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus
1: I mean again this this text will uh just kind of i mean you could read this text and um you know if you don't know too much about the background of corinth then um uh, just uh you, it just sounds like a a regular greetings um mm-hmm. but here i mean i think paul is already implying um later in verses like four through nine he's implying already um some of the problems that are going on in Corinth, as mm. he's giving thanks to God, I think mm. that's really dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, I mean, just uh, just to just to uh, as, as a f- uh, foundation of this whole book, um, it's very important. And this is in every book um, that Paul writes, in every letter that Paul writes, he always makes the statement that uh, he is an apostle of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so important mm-hmm. because. I mean, you got to think about it in this time. It, I mean, we read it. We we are so blessed to read to have this Bible, uh, from Genesis to Revelations already set up for us. We don't mm-hmm. have to do no. We don't have to do too much work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have to do a little bit of work into studying contexts and backgrounds and ancient times and whatnot, uh, just to understand what was going on. But back then, it must have been so hard because, uh, imagine this guy named uh named Paul coming coming through preaching a message about Christ. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know. You know, he we he, he said that he was an apostle. Um, they would have to determine how and, mm-hmm. and why, like what makes him an apostle, mm-hmm. uh, who who gave him the authority to be an apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's always important that he comes. Uh, in, he he writes in his letters that that he is an apostle of Christ Jesus,
0: uh, and not just an apostle, but called mm-hmm. called to yeah. be an apostle, called yeah. by the will of God.
1: Yeah. You know. Because um, I mean, it, the requirements to be an apostle, uh, as stated in in the in the Bible, is to have uh, seen uh, the the resurrected Christ, mm-hmm. um, and that you are called by Him to be an apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, you know, if you put two to two together, if you're an early Christian, uh, kind of seeing this whole thing unfold. Um, Paul was killing Christians in his mm-hmm. uh not too long ago. So now he's over here preaching about Christ. So, you know, they um, I I think it's always important at least for Paul to state that he is an apostle of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't think all the, I don't think not every apostle does that mm-hmm. uh in in their mm-hmm. letters. Uh it mm-hmm. but Paul makes it a thing every mm-hmm. time he puts his pen down or whatever they used back then, um they he he made it a thing to mm-hmm. uh to to state that he was an apostle for authority. Yeah. Um, that, uh, cause I, I know, uh, sometimes we, we, I mean, I know for me, I, you know, when we're growing up, I would think that Jesus's words were more important than anything in the, in the new Testament and in the old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever Jesus said went like, mm-hmm. who cares what Paul said? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we see here, Paul, an apostle of Christ, he was called by Christ. So if we're to refute what Paul says in these, in, in these letters, uh and then we're pretty much refuting Jesus Christ and what mm-hmm. he says cuz remember this is his word mm-hmm. uh he he you know this this is all um it is all penned by the spirit this is one mm-hmm. spirit son and and father that's that's working here in these words
0: uh, so in other words mm-hmm. the entire bible should be in red letters Yes, Amen. man. <laughs> not, not just what Jesus says in the in the Gospels, but but the entirety of Scripture. I wish I had gunshots you know? on here. <laughs> because yeah, because it's it's all. I mean, Jesus is the living Word. Yes. You know. Yes. So if He is the Word, He's the very representation of what we hold in our hands yes. when we hold the Bible in our hands. Um. So all of it is is it's God breathed. All of it is is Christ. You know, yes. this is His Word. This is this is what you know. He's the living. Word, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, so yeah,
1: so yeah. I mean, and and um, what what we should do as Christians is we should never put the words of Paul versus the words of Peter or the words of Paul versus the word of Jesus, shouldn't be verses, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm saying you're no, right, you, you're no, right, I, I like yeah. that, yeah. No, it that's good, that you put, yeah, yeah, it should never just be verses, exactly, yeah. that's that's my point, yeah, it's, it's we shouldn't be trying to force them against each mm-hmm. other because the spirit isn't the spirit of division. It's the spirit of unity. Amen. So what, what they're doing in, in the Bible, it's, it's never, um, but this is what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus never said anything about that. It, it shouldn't be like that. Um, it's well, how do these, how do these two, um, uh, these two people, um, uh, how do these words work together? Mm-hmm. You know, systematically, how, mm-hmm. how do they, how does, uh, Paul dial in with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's pretty much what's being d- done. Or how does Jesus dial in with with, with what Daniel said, or with what I, Isaiah said, or what mm-hmm. Moses said? Because no one's really speaking anything new. Mm-hmm. Um, for the majority of of the Bible, mm-hmm. it, uh, in the New Testament, it's all drawn from the Old Testament. I mean, mm-hmm. you see the the mm-hmm. apostles when they're preaching, they're preaching from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. you know, or or Jesus is, uh, or for or uh, Christ being crucified and resurrected. Uh, and being a fulfillment to the Old Testament, mm-hmm. that's how they're preaching. They're not yeah. saying anything new, um, yeah. other than connecting the pieces together. Yeah, and remember that God can't—he
0: can't lie, mm-hmm. and therefore he can't—he can't, can't contradict himself either, because to contradict yourself, that's lying, you know. So, um, so if God really inspired all of this, then he's—you know—he can't—he can't lie. He can't make a—he uh, can't make one declaration in uh, the Book of Mark and then make one that's completely contradictory in. Uh, First Corinthians, for example, um, that would be God would be lying. So, uh, so yeah, so just keep that in mind that um, that Christ is not divided, um, and we we'll, we even saw that, or we we'll, we will see that. I mean, uh, in this chapter, um, we'll see that that Christ is not divided. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to make a little note before we move on. We like we said we don't want to spend 30, 45 <laughs> minutes on one verse, <laughs> but um, just think about what. But what Walter said. Um, wherever whatever background you're from um, whatever, uh, you know, you might be, uh, reformed, you might be, uh, charismatic, you might be whatever background you're from. Um, but just think about that, how, uh, one of the qualifications for an apostle was to be one who saw Jesus Christ, the resurrected Christ. Um, there are people who call themselves apostles today, hmm. and, um, just, just, just ask yourself if they have, you know, actually seen, you know, the risen Christ, and, um, as these, these, as these men, uh, had the, the privilege of, of seeing, you know, um that's just just keep that in mind i'm not going to really j- just uh, i'm not really going to delve into that too much um mm-hmm. but uh but i sometimes i hear people talk about uh, uh, this person is an apostle you know and i'm like oh you mean like paul <laughs> or like 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 peter yeah. you know the actual apostles yeah um, and, and,
1: and me as well i don't want to dive into mm-hmm. too much because that's that's a mm-hmm. whole series in, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in itself but yeah. if he, they were truly an apostle then uh, we got to start printing out new Bibles and start bringing mm-hmm. a pen when they talk and mm-hmm. and start writing down what they what they say mm-hmm. and then we got to start preaching it on Sundays and mm-hmm. uh, start putting it in seminary. So if you're calling yourself if if you're listening to someone who calls themselves an apostle, then you're taking them at Jesus's word directly. Uh, you know it should it should uh, it should be in unity with what uh, scriptures say.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we won't touch on that anymore. Just pray about it <laughs> if, yeah. if you're following anyone who, who calls him or herself an apostle. Um, so, um, yeah, let's move on. Um, so that's really good. We uh, th- th- He mentions the name Sosthenes. Uh, the only other time we see Sosthenes in Scripture, uh, we see the name in the book of Acts, chapter 18. Uh, we don't know if this is the same Sosthenes. Uh, we we really have no idea. Uh, the last time we saw Sosthenes was um, there was a, a man who in uh in chapter 18 of acts i think he was beaten in in like uh in public before the council um but it wasn't because he was a believer it was because he uh wasn't uh condemning believers i bl- i think i think it is uh, and so uh, anyway there is a theory that this could be the same sauce than and he actually became a believer um so that that might that might be the, the case here um so yeah, so we have uh, just another little note before uh, we kind of go into verse two because verse two is also very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, notice that in these nine verses we read uh, that every verse except one says Christ in it. Mm. E- this is Christ saturated. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And even the one verse that does not say Jesus Christ, it's in verse five. It's still referring to Jesus Christ <laughs> that in every way you were enriched in him. Yeah. So every single verse here is saturated with christ yeah so uh i love that about this entire book about how christ saturated it is Mm -hmm. so um it's not like paul is coming with up with his own worldly ideas his own worldly knowledge but he's talking about christ through and through um and that's that's one of his points of this chapter even it's 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 not about the wisdom of the world it's about christ crucified we'll get into that yeah Um,
1: and uh before he goes into his uh thanksgiving uh, section verses four and nine, where he's giving thanks to God always for uh, always for you because of the grace of God. Uh, you know he's he's in his letter he's expressing to these uh, Christians that uh, before we get into anything that's uh, that I'm gonna talk about, I just want to thank God that you guys are even mm-hmm. Christian, that mm-hmm. you guys are even saved, that you guys aren't living how you guys used to live uh, in this city, that you guys are made new, you guys have been washed clean. Um, he's reminding them. Uh, if they forgot, maybe, you know, everyone uh, needs a reminder that, um, that they have been washed, mm-hmm. that they are, um, that they are uh, seen holy uh, in the eyes of, in the eyes of our God. Um, you know, and, and just to go back a little bit to verse two, um, to the church of God that is in Corinth to those sanctified in Christ Jesus called mm-hmm. to be saints together. Uh, with all those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Uh, You know, the word sanctify, um, I'm not going to try to say it in Greek. Maybe Corey. Thank you, Corey. (laughs) I have no idea if that's right.
0: (laughs) I just tried. You just practiced. (laughs) Someone knows Greek. I'm sure one of our listeners knows Greek. Tell me if I said it wrong, please.
1: Yeah, so sanctify is to make holy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what sanctify is is that that's what the translation of sanctified mm-hmm. is and then he also uses saints and that that is holy as well um, same root word same root word mm-hmm. and um, you know I, I love that and he's saying that to those uh, sanctified in Christ Jesus who to those who are being uh, made holy to those who are being molded into the form of of who Jesus was mm-hmm. um, are called to be saints together um, mm-hmm. so you know, if you think about this church of Corinth, I don't know. Uh, for those who do know the background of Corinthians, uh, it's a it's a church that is uh, disorganized. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- there's no unity, mm-hmm. a lot of disagreements, Corrupt. and a lot a lot of corruption going on. I mean, much like our churches today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very much re- relevant uh, in in today's terms. So when we think of corinthians and if you're reading it, it's like man this church was filthy dude mm-hmm. like this church was bad like why mm-hmm. why why are they even like christians imagine the 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 non-christians in that world saying like like uh the same like you they they probably be saying the same things that people are saying mm-hmm. today like um those christians are just hypocrites mm-hmm. you know those christians uh back then those christians uh I don't even know why they call them Christians. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I don't even go to church because they're hypocrites. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they're saying there's something around that same language because uh, uh, it's, we see the same involvement. So when when we read Corinthians, we shouldn't in our head be thinking, "Wow, this church is really bad," because there's a lot of churches. If, if a lot of churches, and don't be surprised if it's the church that uh, we go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a, a lot of. Uh, uh very much uh corrupted just as uh a lot of churches today
0: yeah yeah and um just the fact that he calls this church and many would consider filthier or very worldly um there are even reports um we'll see later in this book of someone doing something that even the people of the world weren't doing um you know with the the chapter on sexual immorality um and uh and Paul really really uh rebukes them for for accepting this and promoting it um these are the same people he's calling saints you know why? Yes. Because they're Christian. Yes. Um. So you know, if any of our listeners, you know, Catholic, um, you know, we we love you, our Catholic brother, you know, brothers and sisters, we love you. But um, if you're a Christian, you're a saint. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it doesn't. You don't have to be a really super good Christian. Yeah. You know, if you're a Christian, you're a saint. Mm-hmm. And I know, and uh, just just keep that in mind that, um, you know, you, st- sainthood. It's not about being especially good or especially pure. It's being bought by the blood of Jesus Christ and covered by his blood and, um, and being cleaned, you know, by, by him, being cleansed. Yeah. Um, if you are a believer, you are a saint. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. um, you've been promoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so just I want everyone to keep that in mind and, and just remember that, that we are all saints. All of us who are, who are truly, genuinely Christian are saints. Um, and that's such a privilege. You know, it's such a, a beautiful truth. So and,
1: and if you do believe that um, saint s- that your saintship is uh, because of your works and your good deeds that you do, uh, like if you if you're someone that goes to church every Sunday, if you're someone who reads the Bible every day and prays, and is like, oh, I'm a saint because of that, mm-hmm. uh, then you're not a saint of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a saint of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're by your own standards mm-hmm. uh, is is who uh, is who you are uh, reflecting because um, y- we don't work. Uh, for to be called a saint um, or to be acknowledged as a saint we don't work for it it's because we have professed and acknowledged that jesus christ is our savior and lord mm-hmm. is why we are saints mm-hmm. uh in is because he has uh he he has made that um propitiation that trade of mm-hmm. our sin and his righteousness mm-hmm. um it, it, that that transaction is what um is what gives us the, the the to the ability to be called a saint in mm-hmm. by God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so this this is a really uh good greeting that Paul gives them, you know, and just just showing them love by calling them saints even though he's about to kind of lovingly beat them up <laughs> for a little while. Um but it's kind of it's kind of good because um you know, when I took creative writing in college, um one thing my teachers always told told us is make sure that you say um the positive first to build, you know, to build them up. Um, and then you say something that they need to improve on something that, that, that they're not doing right. Um, she, she, they would, would, my teachers would always say that. And they would say, um, if at all possible, you know, make sure that, that you really, you really build them up. You know, it's not just like, oh yeah, you're a good writer, (laughs) you know, but you really, you go into details, you know, and so he is, but he's not talking about necessarily, uh, their, abilities mm-hmm. or their holiness. He's talking about the holiness that's been given to them. And then when he goes into Thanksgiving, he's even talking about how their speech and knowledge are gifts. Mm. So um, am I getting a little too ahead here or yeah, am yeah, I? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So yeah. So this whole Thanksgiving section, on a, in verses 4, four and 5, um, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. I mean, Paul is saying this fully aware of what he's about to talk about for the next 13, you know, next 13 plus chapters of this book. Uh, and there are more than 13 chapters. Um, but he, he's going to talk about the, these, all these things that are really, really bad. You know, they, these this is a um, divided church. This is a, a sinful church. So, um he is going to uh, but he's already saying I think I thank God always for you I mean do we do that for someone who um they're not living perfectly for a fellow believer who you know we uh, maybe they aren't um maybe they aren't spot on with their theology mm-hmm. or uh, maybe it's a believer who is struggling with a certain kind of sin mm-hmm. um or maybe it's even a believer who uh it, it's he's at the point where he's in that in that valley season in that season when um maybe he's even been like Disbanded by a church and he's just kind of by himself for a little while. Are you praying for him? You know or are you saying oh, you know, I'm just uh, he's he's living differently He's living not according to the way that he should live. So I'm not even gonna worry about praying for him Mm -hmm. No, in fact, you should be praying even more for that person Um, and and you should even give thanks for that person if you truly believe he's saved Um, especially, um, you should give thanks that he has been, um, he has been made new and cleansed in christ uh, and maybe he's struggling right now, but give thanks for your brothers and sisters um and and pray for them pray if they're struggling um so so yeah he's he's thanking God for these for this very corrupt, very challenged church, this very divided church and um, and he says that he that in every way you were enriched in him that's Christ in all speech and all knowledge um and uh, uh I'm sure Walter will want to touch on this as well, but um that word speech that's actually logos. Mm-hmm. He was there, enriched in Him, in all logos, um, and so that's just that's kind of interesting because it harkens back to you know like John one, um, and uh, the, the very Word of God, uh, the Living Word of God. So it's um, it's it's interesting that he decided of all the words to use that he used the logos here, um, and and of course he he's he's not necessarily he's not talking about like uh, enriched in Him in all speech not all logos like in um like christ the word himself he's he's talking about speech like like uh, uh i think they translated a speech because as the, like the vocal like well it's you a, know
1: it, there's two uh mm-hmm. greek words mm-hmm. uh squished into that one mm-hmm. english word there's logo i'm not even gonna try l- mm-hmm. logos sophias mm-hmm. which is um the reason why it says logos is because it, it's not only um the uh speech mm-hmm. the that they are enriched in the the speech but they mm-hmm. are enriched in the the message of mm-hmm. of um the message of wisdom mm-hmm. and then the message of knowledge that's what that mm-hmm. speech uh, uh speech is um translated to be wisdom um so they're they're um enriched in all um um uh gifts of a message of wisdom and a message of knowledge and and he goes more into depth of this um In verses eighteen and down, um because when when they're when you're giving gifts um on something the uh, uh that gift could puff you up, knowledge could puff you up, wisdom will puff you up um so he's saying I, earlier I just said he paul here is implying uh through his thanksgiving um divisions of what's going on in the church, the reports that uh chloe had had been giving him, and he's at the same time he's addressing. Um, he's addressing the problems um, by humbling them, by m- reminding them that um, these gifts come from God. Mm-hmm. These gifts shouldn't puff you up. These gifts mm-hmm. should humble you. Um, if you're gifted in in speaking knowledge and speaking wisdom and having just that speak, uh, uh, any gifts uh, that you have with your ability of speech. Um, then it shouldn't puff you up. You you should be giving thanks to God every day that you have that gift, and you should be mm-hmm. using that gift and not misusing that gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's very much what the Corinthian church was doing. They were misusing their gifts. Uh, we'll get into that a lot later. But, again, I just love how Paul here, uh, while he's praying—this is swag—he's pr- <laughs> praying— um, At the same time, addressing what uh, he's given foundations of what he's about to address Mm -hmm. uh, later in this in this letter. Yeah,
0: yeah, because like I like I said in the beginning, they're very big on status, you know, Um, and so uh, that would have been a reason for them to really feel puffed up Mm -hmm. is because they've been so richly gifted, you know, in all speech and all knowledge. Um, And in fact, uh, Corinth was a place where, um, if you read the book of Acts, people really. Uh, paid close attention to the debaters of the age. You know they're really interested in in um, in those who could uh, who could debate well and who could speak well um, and who could articulate and and uh, who had a great eloquence. Um, and and so you, we kind of see the juxtaposition in this chapter, especially later, of the uh, eloquence of the world and and uh, the message of the cross. Um, so so and and he's reminding them that it is a gift. You know, it's, it's, uh, given you in Jesus Christ and everywhere you were enriched. Well, if they were enriched, someone had to enrich them right in him, in Christ, in all speech and all knowledge. So, um, yeah, so he, they were given these, these gifts. They are a very, this was a very gifted church. Uh, interesting how one of the most corrupt churches in the, in the new Testament was also one of the most gifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but he's reminding them that this is a, is a gift and it, it's, it's a gift from Christ. So, um, and, and
1: let me just make a correction real quick because I, I said that uh, speech was lumped in with two Greek words. that um, Knowledge has uh, two Greek words, which is uh, logos. G- I'm not even going to try to say. Gnosis. Uh, gnosis. Oh, maybe gnosis, it is gnosis. Gnosis. Uh, uh, or gnosis. I don't know that G is silent. Uh, but um, um, for, for uh, speech, I said logos uh, sophia But that's, that's uh, sophias is for wisdom. Um, so I don't want to get that confused. Uh, so speech, um, here it's saying speech and knowledge, not, uh, wisdom and knowledge, but there will be a connection in chapter 12 and eight, um, about speech and wisdom and speech and knowledge, uh, which will make this connection to Paul's prayer in the beginning of this letter, but I just thought I wanted to correct myself. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want a Greek professor rolling up on me. It's like, hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, bro. <bruh>. Yeah. <laughs> on episode and seventeen, you got it messed <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I missed something yeah. because, like, I have the um, the keyword study <laughs> yeah, Bible, yeah, and I saw the the yeah. I saw speech as logos, uh-huh. and then knowledge as a separate word. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what? I, <laughs> I, was, like, <laughs> I was reading ahead into
1: tra- uh, chapter twelve yeah. uh, when it talks more, gets more into depth about the gifts of speech and 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 whatnot. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so we'll move on to. Uh, man this is gonna be a while we are 45 right now
0: it's only verse six well it's actually not too bad i thought we were (laughs) six verses 45 minutes it's not bad for us all right Uh, maybe we could uh i don't know we'll we'll think about once we get to uh
1: I see all those notes. <laughs> yeah. Once we get to verse
0: 17, maybe we'll talk about Yeah, if we need to break it up into another part. All
1: right. Well, let's not, let, let us not scare off our audience. So, <laughs> um, verse, now, verse 6. Even as a testimony about Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so there's confirmation there that's going on. It's like a legal term that's mm-hmm. being used, and it demonstrates that God's working in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a demonstration that they're doing works um, to obtain any kind of uh, moral superiority or or moral high, higher ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason why they have these gifts is not because um, you know they're they're. They're good. Like they they're just uh they find it within themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it's because God uh chose them to have these gifts. God is the one who give is the give gift uh the give gift gifter. The gift giver. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, the gift giver. Oh, that's hard. Say that faster. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, he's the one who, who who hands these gifts out. So um and, and again if these gifts again are confirming that they are Christians so he's reminding them hey uh because these these Christians they when they're going to be getting addressed by, by Paul he's writing a letter um you know he just doesn't write a letter just to write you know <laughs> just to say hi uh, <laughs> you know i miss you guys even mm-hmm. though he does i'm sure mm-hmm. uh but he's he's going to be addressing some things about uh about how they're misusing these gifts, but he's at the same time reminding them before he gets into it, any of these, he's reminding them that these gifts, um, that you guys aren't lacking in any gifts and that's because God gave you these gifts and it's confirmed that you guys are in Christ. Uh, so that's why you guys have these gifts. Can you imagine the Corinthians at this
0: point in the letter? They're like, yeah, we are gifted. Like, <laughs> yeah, we do have all speech and, and all Paul, knowledge. And heard like, it. Yeah. <laughs> he heard but, about it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we have it all here. And then he's like, <laughs> But. But, yeah. <laughs> and then we get to verse, or chapter 12, you know, and he's like, yes, you guys are gifted. But. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> but remember that not any of you is better than the other. That, yes. you, that all of these are needed and that no one is superior. That it's not all about status in the kingdom of God. Um, so, wow it is i just love how he's like building them up you know and he's yeah. like but like you said he's addressing these concerns he's kind of tying them in very subtly mm-hmm. because he's about to uh, go at these things one by one mm-hmm. you know and um that includes their this little uh, stratified uh, um thing that they have going on in their church, uh, with, uh, okay, this person has this gift, so he must be like way up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the person who has this other gift, uh, he's like, he's like a, a toe or something, yeah. you know, in the, in the body of Christ, he's not that useful or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's building them up, building them up, but we're, we're about to see how he's about to go into detail about some things they need to improve on. So, um, yeah, they're not lacking in any gift. They have the the gifts of, um, of all speech and all knowledge. Um, they are a very gifted people um yeah so uh so that you're not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our lord jesus christ um you you said you wanted to talk about uh we might as well read the
1: after that too in verse 8 who will sustain you to the end guiltless in the day of our lord uh jesus christ uh this is this ties into uh uh, eschatology um implications here and um we're not gonna go into depth about this because this uh we'll leave mm-hmm. that for you guys as pastors mm-hmm. <laughs> to do. Um and well if you guys are uh whoever is not a Christian and hearing this word eschatology is just your uh understanding of how the end of days are gonna be. Uh what's gonna happen at at the end of, of this world, the end of this world, what, like how how do you think it's gonna go down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so um here is uh saying that. Um, you know, this is, this is where we get the, the promise, uh, from God that he will preserve us. Uh, if we're in Christ, um, we can't lose our salvation, uh, that it's a promise that he will sustain us, uh, that he will keep us, that we're in his hand. I mean, if we're given to Christ, who can take us away from, from Mm -hmm. him? Uh, you know, if, if you were to fall away um from christ if you were to fall away from christianity um were you ever really given to christ because then if so then you are to say that uh that the devil or evil has uh more power than the cross mm-hmm. he he that that jesus really never really uh was a was triumphant over death mm-hmm. uh that 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 satan still uh has a loophole has a back door mm-hmm. into, uh, into, uh, into the promise of God. Uh, uh, but, but I know as Christians who love Jesus would never believe that. Um, but I, I think sometimes we can say things that may imply that, mm-hmm. um, or just have a wrong understanding of, uh, of this, uh, part mm-hmm. uh, of this promise of God. Um, but remember when, when God gives a promise, uh, he's not a liar. Like Corey said, um, mm-hmm. uh, he he keeps his promise he's a promise mm-hmm. keeper and he is not like man who shall not lie so mm-hmm. um, he's not gonna lie when he gives a promise he is someone who has known us uh since before the creation of this world mm-hmm. um and called us before that so um when when he chose when he chooses us um he's not gonna give us over and i, I love this uh, i'm not gonna get into eschatology uh, <laughs> um I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, that's, that's again, a, a whole nother series, uh, mm-hmm. on eschatology and, yeah. and what, uh, different Christians
0: views on, uh, the end of days. And we might need some guest speakers for that. <laughs> Should we get Daniel here? We yeah. <laughs> could have a debate. Yeah. <laughs> no divisions in the church, but let's yeah. have a debate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we do love
1: to debate. Yeah. Godly loving debate. yes,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, Yeah, so just a reminder uh, from this very well-known passage from uh, Romans chapter 8, kind of to connect with what Walter just said. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So yeah, um, that's just uh, additional uh, proof that once he has us, he's he's not going to let go of us. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, um, my, my girlfriend and I were reading this, uh, this book together. We were reading this, um, this book by Elizabeth Elliot and, uh, it was saying she was kind of looking at that passage and she was, and then she was kind of like, uh, jokingly, like Asking questions like, oh, maybe Paul left some stuff out. Like, maybe he doesn't, maybe he, he means some things can actually separate us from God. Maybe he he didn't even uh, consider, like, this hardship or this hardship. Surely he wouldn't have considered this hardship, uh, because surely another hardship could separate us from Christ, from the love of God. Uh, but she was just, she's just jokingly going into this, and when in reality she knows the truth that Paul is, he's he's covering everything here. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that could separate us from the love of, of, of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, so, so yeah, so um, um, and just thinking about this this Corinthian church that God is still calling them saints, and even as corrupt as, corrupt as they are, uh, they are still sanct, uh, saints in, in Christ Jesus, and um, and yeah, and, and nothing will snatch them out of God's hand um since they are they are true believers and that's a reason that he can give thanks yes. for them you and, know?
1: and he finishes off that thanksgiving with verse nine saying god is faithful and mm-hmm. yes he is mm-hmm. uh by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son jesus christ our lord mm-hmm. uh and what a way to finish off that that thanksgiving prayer um Amen. that's uh uh just reassurance uh that 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 prayer was just packed with uh reassurance there Mm -hmm. and if uh, i'm sure any christians uh reading this book or reading that letter back then and even till today two thousand years later um can can get so much uh uh, reassurance from from these words of paul and just know that these words of paul came from the spirit Mm -hmm. who that spirit was sent from christ Mm -hmm. uh, and that and christ was sent from the father so everything ties in together all these words you know these words that that we that we read here in the bible mm-hmm. um are a testament to the power of of god's of god mm-hmm. uh that he that that he is truly in control that he is sovereign mm-hmm. uh throughout all time um that he was able to have this penned two 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 thousand years ago and that we could read this today and it's still relevant mm-hmm. and it could still hit hard for us that mm-hmm. wow i really needed that uh reassurance and yeah. this this Five verse, five verses here is packed with just uh, Christ, in Christ Jesus. Remember, it's not within yourselves; it's in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, Paul can't be uh, be emphasizing that more mm-hmm. um, that that it that is in only in in the work of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
0: Amen. So, All right, now, so we made uh, so it through nine verses. Yeah, we, do <laughs> you want <go laughs> yeah. to go to seventeen? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Let's 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 go to seventeen. All right, Okay. So, do you want to read the next? Yeah. Sentence? So uh,
1: now, now this is when it starts getting a little. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, verse, you up, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, verse ten. Uh, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you that all of you agree, and that there there be no division among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by chloe's people that there is quarreling among you my brothers what i mean is that each one of you says i follow paul or i follow apollos or i follow cyphus or i follow christ is christ divided was paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of paul i thank god that i baptized none of you except Cryphus and Crispus and gaius so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name i did not baptize also the I household. Did i did baptize also the household of stephanus uh beyond that i do i do not know whether i baptized anyone else for christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power.
0: That's such a punch! That's such a punch <laughs> to the face for them. That last line there, yeah, that would have been such a like smack like yep. to them because they're all about eloquent wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. eloquence and and speech and, and everything, you know. And um, and he just
1: he did it on per- <laughs> like his yeah. his pen game was on fire, like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he, yeah. like yeah, he lead, he he finishes off that little section to introduce a whole nother section of, about wisdom, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Um, maybe not yeah. today, but we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a couple of notes here. Um, uh, I've, uh, I really like ESV.org and just all of the articles and commentaries that, that um, they provide. Uh, but uh, this is something to think about as we talk about this passage. The fil- familiarity of the Corinthians with competing philosophical schools would become a source of strife in the Corinthian church. Um, We see in verse 12 there that uh, some people are saying, you know, I follow Apollos, I follow uh, Cephas, um, or I follow Christ. Uh, They were, this society in Corinth was very big on um, who was the best, uh, who was of the best philosophical school. You know who was the one to follow? Who was the celebrity? um, You know, Uh, speaker—the one who could speak eloquently, the one whose philosophies were superior to those of other Uh, people—who was the one to follow? Um, So that would have been a a source of strife. You know, they um, were—they were very, uh, very divided. and uh, another thing to keep in mind, it doesn't really tie into the philosophical schools or really the differences or be t- like between Apollos and, and Cephas and all that. Uh, but um, uh, just something to think about. This is actually comes from the Archaeological Study Bible, the ESV Archaeological Study Bible. Um, the Corinthian church may have begun as a community originally composed of small satellite congregations. Um, and they even, uh, sh- they even had a picture in this archaeological study Bible of what a common uh, area would have looked like, a uh, common home for people to meet uh, as, a, as a congregation, and how small it was. Mm. And, um, and so it said, um, uh, this model would go a long way toward explaining the divisiveness of the Corinthian church, which Paul de- pl- deplores in 1 Corinthians 1 verse ten verses 10 to 17, which we just read. In a private house, it is likely that no more than nine or ten could recline together around the common dining table, with additional members placed in the atrium, an unroofed open area in the center of a typical house. Even in a large private villa, the main dining room could not accommodate a large gathering. The physical division of the congregation between a triclinium dining room and atrium could easily have led to resentment and bickering. The atrium triclinium divide of the congregation probably occurred along slave-free lines, the most difficult division to cross in a Roman social setting. A clear mark of this division was the physical seating for the guests. Those in the triclinium reclined while they ate, the typical pattern for elite dining, while those in the atrium would have sat or even stood, the mark of social inferiority. From Paul's letters, it appears that the congregation included members from varying ends of the social scale, slave and free, men and women. Most of the members were Gentiles, although some were of Jewish origin. So it's a good thing to keep in mind. I really like this archaeological study Bible because the they actually have these archaeologists go in and, and dig up these homes mm-hmm. and look at the different parts and see okay like this is where a church would have met. This is not a very big space, you know. And then like the more socially, they're they're the kind of the people who would be reclining at the table. Um, this is this could be forming some of the background of some of the division that was going on. Yeah. Um. So uh, I really like how they go into the the social the, how the social part of it aspect of it would have been going on. But um, we also want to look at the whole idea that uh, they think one school of philosophy is better than the other, mm-hmm. which really comes into this this play, into play here. Yeah, so,
1: um, yeah. I mean, it, very much. I'm gonna keep bringing it back to mm-hmm. like today. Very much, mm-hmm. can this uh, can this happen uh, today that um, that there is division in the church because uh, I'm a follower of Obama, yeah. or because I'm a follower of Trump. Yeah. Um, you know that that could very much, uh, sadly and very unfortunate, that could divide, cause division, or cause members to leave. That oh, that yeah. is worthy enough for members to leave that church. Like, oh, that pastor can't. Like, how's that pastor or elder mm-hmm. support uh, this man? Like, mm-hmm. don't you know what he's doing? Uh, mm-hmm. Again, these these different men, uh, whether uh, it, whether it gets into political. Um, areas uh blue is it's all philosophy yeah uh it's all uh it's all a f- different kind of philosophy whether you're you you uh you subscribe under republican or democrat independent mm-hmm. whatever it is that's all a different ideology a different mm-hmm. philosophy that you are following so mm-hmm. are you putting that ideology that that philosophy uh, above christ mm-hmm. are you put are, are you gonna let that get in the way? of your fellowship with, with Jesus and mm-hmm. his members and, and, and his, and his, and the body. Mm-hmm. Um, because if so, then, um, you know, this is, this is something that, that I had to check in within myself, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a year or two ago, I had, I had problems too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something in my heart holding me back from looking at my brothers. And, I mean, I was n- baby new Christian, you mm-hmm. know, at this time. So, um, uh, I was, I was, uh, definitely um conflicted that 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 there were people that proclaimed christ but then they still subscribed to a uh a political a political ideology again now at 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 that time i didn't understand really politics i just mm-hmm. had a i had this i had something. it was really my heart i had mm-hmm. to check my heart at that time mm-hmm. i had a i had I, I i had a problem with forgiveness uh uh, during, uh, about a certain class of people. Mm-hmm. Um, that was me. I mm-hmm. mean, th- and I, at the same time I was still at church, uh, saying, I love Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you got to check your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, we, we're, we're called to love our brothers and sisters, no matter who, what, what philosophical idea they, they, they may subscribe to, uh, what we can, what we can do is encourage, uh, our brothers and sisters to, uh, to make sure that that philosophy in which they subscribe to, uh, subscribe to does not um, does not trump uh, no uh, pun no pun intended <laughs> does not trump uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we 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 got to check that we, mm-hmm. within ourselves and within uh, the the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus above everyone. Jesus mm-hmm. is the King of Kings, the Lords of yeah. Lords. We just don't say that. We we actually uh, mean that
0: and not even and and not only politics um think about how much bickering and fighting there's going on and division uh between the leaders of the um you know of the really well-known leaders today uh, in in Christianity, um, you know, it's like someone might be like, yeah, you know, like I really like this book by by Beth Moore, you know, and someone else might be like, oh, well, like Justin Peters is my guy, you know, and yeah. he wrote this, and <laughs> and those two don't agree, so like I don't know what you're what you're doing or what yeah. you're reading, but mm-hmm. but I'm reading something for by a good theologian, you know, yeah. like like there could be that too, and and yeah. maybe that even came up, maybe someone thought Apollos is really like maybe he speaks better, mm-hmm. you know, than Cephas, or maybe Cephas has better theology because he. Actually saw Christ, yes. and Apollos was just around. You know, yes. um, that could have been coming up. Yes. Um, and what's Paul's answer to that was: Is Christ divided? Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like, yeah, well, uh, Cephas actually was around Jesus, <laughs> so you should really be uh, subscribing to everything Peter says. No, Paul doesn't say that. He says, "Is Christ divided?" Mm. That's his answer. That's his response. Is that your response as a believer? Um, yeah. it, when you're seeing all these Christians bickering and going at war, are you like? Rallying to one side, or, or are you more likely to say, "Is is Christ divided?" Like, like, come on, let's let's find a, a place of common ground, you know, and let's let's. Uh, I mean, of course, we need to be aware of when people are are airing in their in their theology, but and we should correct them in love. Um, but uh, I think at the end of the day, we must always ask ourselves, "Is Christ divided?" Um, and if you are actually a proponent of further division, and if you are actually uh, rallying to cause more division, then um, I think you should really really take a close look at yourself and what's going on in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um so uh so yeah. Um
1: yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> can go was- <laughs> on about that about that
0: subject for a while. Yeah. Um,
1: um I thought it was interesting He said uh, uh no divisions among you but that you may that you be united in the same mind and in the same judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh judgment is a kind of a f- a fragile word right now, right? it's uh did you get that fragile
0: oh (laughs) is is that from the yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) okay (laughs) christmas story i didn't hear a laugh oh no no No, i was i just didn't know if you know you knew what you were talking about (laughs)
1: <laughs> you thought i would just say fragili like yeah. that just you you wouldn't even try to correct me oh man that, no, that no. ain't love no no no
0: no i didn't think i didn't know if you knew it came from a christmas story <laughs> okay okay, okay. No, i'm like, like are you aware are yeah. you just using that word because you think you know what it means yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
1: so judgment today we hear a lot of it's like a it's almost like a curse word today uh how how could you judge only mm-hmm. god judges me mm-hmm. uh even christians today um it's, it's almost like a, a a prideful thing to them. They don't want, they want to seem like they, they, their understanding is, uh, above everyone else's understanding. Um, you know, um, I think that's, that's interesting. Um, because, uh, when it, when it comes to having, uh, the right judgment is not by how we understand uh the bible but it's trying to understand what the apostles and jesus or the prophets uh what their intentions were mm-hmm. uh while writing it if cory were to write me a letter today um you know uh trying to teach me uh something about whatever it is uh about uh lord of the rings or star wars right star wars yeah uh, if episode you, five yeah. in particular hot star wars reference. <laughs> yeah there you go i gave you that one <laughs> um so he you know if he's trying to teach me something about about star wars um you know and then 20 years go by and then someone else picks up that letter uh that that person uh cory would want that letter to be read as if um still in the same frameworks of him writing a letter trying to teach me something uh y- you don't want to take corey out of context and try to have him say that anakin was uh han solo's son you know yeah, you don't want to take that'd things be so messed up <laughs> that'd be a plot twist <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no i don't think that could happen but anyways Mm-mm. um you know the point is that um when when, when we have judgment uh, it's not a judgment by our own standards it's a judgment on uh, the standards of God and and what He had uh, what He has spoke uh, and and said. Um, so I think I think uh, when in the context of the church, when we're placing judgment uh, as far as someone's uh, theology or someone's um, uh, understanding of who Christ was, His deity, um, then I think it would be loving to to correct uh to rebuke in loving in a loving way to to discipline um you know these these things are are these things are um are attributes of of love you know to to rebuke to correct uh to to judge it's it's not to um it's not to uh to to place hate on someone mm-hmm. uh it's it's to just uh in love uh show your love to them because uh, you you don't want to be judged by God if you're in error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you you don't want to be judged in God if you're in sin. Mm-hmm. Uh you would rather be judged by a loving brother coming to you with love and and maybe confronting or exposing something. Uh, that you may be in error, and at the same time, to the person who's placing judgment, let that judgment be uh, a two-edged sword. So, if you're cutting your brother, don't uh, let let that sword cut. Don't don't uh, refrain from that sword uh, in, to cut you as well. Uh, don't try to make yourself like seem like you can't be cut uh, because you are very much being cut at the same time you're cutting your brother.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and that word also has to do with with discernment you know, um, the faculty of discerning. Um, so uh, to, to have that ability to discern, you know, among this congregation uh, the things of God, the, the truths of God. Um, so it's like, don't be, don't seek to be at odds with each other. Uh, be united. Be of one mind. Um, I mean, of course, they're, they're naturally, because we're human, we're going to have differences of opinion and, and all of that. But when you're discerning the things of God, uh, make sure that, that, that you're of, of one mind together, that you're not constantly at odds uh, with one another. And then, yes, like Walter's saying, uh, uh, if someone is kind of off the rails and going off into this, this uh, crazy notion that Jesus actually didn't have a physical body mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that, that needs to be pointed out. Uh, you don't want someone uh, believing that and then teaching others that very same thing. Yes. Uh, be discerning about God's truth, about the Word, um, and be of one sound uh, judgment. Um, you know, that's one thing that I really um, appreciate about our church, uh, New Life Christian Community Church, is that um, our pastor is very, very uh, big on just uh, teaching the Word itself mm-hmm. and not the fancies of man. Um, but he's very big on um, looking at what the Word says and then uniting us, uh, be, having us be of one mind as we agree on this. And then he, he tells us if, if, if we are reading the he wants us to be like the Bereans. You know, and yes. making sure that everything he says is actually so according to the word of God, mm-hmm. uh, he wants us rather, not to just take his word for it, but to look at our Bibles um, and to make sure it's true. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you're doing that as well wherever you are. Even if your pastor is a really solid teacher, make sure that you're looking at the word yourself. You're you're even diving into the original language, you know, and, and stuff like that. Because um, I will say that uh, years ago, I came from a, from a, a, con- a church, a congregation where um, I I started reading the word carefully and I noticed it wasn't lining up with what was being taught. Mm-hmm. Um, be willing to do that. Be willing to, to read very thoroughly and closely the word of God, even if it means that, uh, what you read, it differs from what you're being taught. Um, because we need to be, uh, we need to be responsible. Yeah. Um, and don't, so.
1: don't uh, don't put too much, uh, mm-hmm. stock in to, uh, the pastor, you mm-hmm. know, the pastor isn't Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. your pastor isn't, uh, isn't uh the apostles either mm-hmm. um though you know i don't want to say oh like go give your pastor the hardest time now with all mm-hmm. these questions no but if you have a gen uh genuinely read your 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 scriptures mm-hmm. um and then if you have questions that come up uh genuinely pull your pastor aside and and ask them questions. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what your pastor is there to flock to, to, uh, is is to, to tend the flock. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, your pastor is not there merely just to entertain you on Sundays, Mm -hmm. um, to lift you up positively. Um, but he's there to, 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 to be like the shepherd to, Mm -hmm. to to lead you and guide you. Um, he, he's there. Um, he has, he has a duty to do. Um, so, um, by no means am I ever trying to say, uh, you know, give your pastors a hard time. Now, uh, at the same time, always call your pastor too. like check up on your pastor. Uh, your pastor is a person, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's not just a, a speaker box on Sundays that comes yeah. out there and just, just starts, uh, throwing words out. Uh, he's a person too. Uh, it struggles just like you and, mm-hmm. and you and me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, shout out to them pastors. Yes. Um, but at the same time, um, uh, don't put to I, I say that because uh, I think it's, it's, it's a tendency to just go to a church that you like, mm-hmm. and just because the pastor makes you feel good, um, and the words that he, you know, he might have a verse or two thrown up on the, on the TV screen, um, and it sounds right with what his talk is about, um, you know, it's, it's, it would be wise to, to read uh, the chapters of, you know, of maybe what your pastor went through on Sunday. If mm-hmm. something sounded off or, uh, it would just be wise to read the ch- to read, uh, what your pastor is going through on, on Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, um, if he's going through certain sections or, 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 or I don't know how, how, uh, different pastors, uh, preach if he's not doing expository, but he's, uh, pulling up topic, uh, topical It's like a topical, uh, kind of sermon, or just a a sermon, a, a testimonial kind of sermon. Um, yeah, just pull up your scriptures later that Sunday, and and write down the verses that you brought up, and just read read the verses. And uh, and it's not to be someone who's like, oh, all uptight about everything. But uh, I say that to say, just be genuine about it. Be a genuine Christian as. Um, we're called to be and to study the scriptures, mm-hmm. uh, to read the scriptures, yeah. uh, because this is God's uh, revealed word to us. So mm-hmm. let's treat it like that. That's that's a big thing. That's huge. We got God's words, his real words mm-hmm. here in our in our bookshelves and mm-hmm. uh, let it not uh, collect dust.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, uh, you know, going and reading passages or reading passages that are connecting to passages that your pastor speaks about. um we're, uh, I think we're gonna close up pretty soon here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I encourage everyone who's listening to this after you finish this podcast, if you have time, or you know later on, um, read actually uh, Acts chapter eighteen, uh, because a lot of this connects with uh, this first chapter of First of, of Corinthians. Um, we see Paul in Corinth in Acts chapter eighteen. Uh, we see Apollos in in Acts chapter eighteen. We see the mention of the name Sauce. So- uh, wait, what is it? Sosthenes in chapter 18. Um, and we even see, uh, uh, Paul mentions in this part we just read that he baptized the household of Crispus and, and Gaius, right? It was at the household. Mm-hmm. None of you except Crispus and Gaius. Um, uh, and because Crispus and Gaius, uh, presumably, or they were part of this congregation he's addressing. Um, he actually, uh, in Acts chapter 18 verse eight, uh, it talks about Crispus. Uh, he was a ruler of a synagogue and he believed, um, so, uh, parallel this with, with what's actually in scripture. That's a, that's a wealth of knowledge we have. Yeah. Uh, don't ignore it and don't, yeah, don't, uh, waste it. Um, uh, actually re- refer to Ch- Acts chapter 18, uh, to kind of parallel with what we're reading here. So, um, yeah, just, uh, read the word. Um, so yeah, we see that as we mentioned earlier, that there was a report from Chloe's people, uh, it could mean like Chloe's, Chloe's household, um, possibly, uh, and, um, uh, so this this woman, Chloe, has uh, informed Paul that there's quarreling. Um, and some are saying, I follow Apollos. Uh, once again, Acts chapter 18, we see Apollos uh, kind of on the rise. Uh, or I follow Cephas, that's Peter, that's the apostle of Jesus. Um, or I follow Christ. Um, they were kind of strat- stratified by these different um, uh, schools of thought, saying thinking one is better than the other. Um, and as we mentioned, is Christ divided? No, he's not divided. It was Christ who was crucified. It wasn't Paul. It wasn't Apollos. It wasn't Peter. Uh, none of these people was, uh, was, uh, crucified. It was, it was Christ himself. Um, he's the one that you truly follow at the end of the day. It's not about, um, Beth Moore or, or Justin Peters or, uh, Donald Trump or, you know, yeah. whoever it might be. It's, it's, it's Christ. That's the one you should be praying to at the end of the night. That's the one who should be on your mind at the end of the night. Not oh, I, 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 I can't believe that that you know this person did this or like someone said this about whatever. You know, it should be about Christ Himself. Um, it should not be about yeah, I really hold fast to the the teachings of of uh, uh John MacArthur. Well, John MacArthur is a you know a wonderful man who has done so much for the church. Um, he would he wants to point to Christ also. Mm. You know, that's his goal is to point to Christ and Christ crucified. Um, and that's the very thing that that Paul is doing here. Uh, he says that um, that his his goal was not to go out in to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. That's how he concludes this little section here. Um, the chapter goes on after this, but in verse 17, we see that that Christ, that was not what Christ did. It wasn't so that Paul could just go baptize people necessarily, but to actually preach the gospel and not with the words of eloquent wisdom like these Corinthians were so interested in. It wasn't they, they were looking. I mean, think about uh, uh, just the, that time, how it was a time of, uh, of philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. Greek philosophy. It was. It was a time when, uh, I mean, it was within a few hundred years of, of these great uh, speakers and philosophers who you know would would uh, put forth these grandiose ideas. And even in in Athens, I think it was right where the um, Marshall, I'm, I, yeah, Marshall is that where, what it, where Areopagus, it, the the hill where yeah, they Areopagus, shared their. Yeah they share their yeah, ideas. Yeah, thousand corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that was a very Or Athens.
1: Athens? corn Athens oh, yeah. Athens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's more mm-hmm.
0: so. Yeah. So that was a very, you know, common thing is like these these speakers would share ideas. Um and Paul said, "Nope, that's not the cross. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not the message of the cross. It's not all about the eloquent wisdom." Now, Paul was pretty articulate. I I mean, I would say just by reading his words here, okay. he was articulate, but that's not his goal. He's not trying to win them over with eloquent wisdom. Um, he's giving them the cross. He's giving them the fu- the foolishness of a man who is crucified to save. Mm. Um, that's the message that he's preaching. It's foolishness to the world, yeah. you know? Um, but that's the message that saves. Mm. Um, and we're going to see that in, in the next section, how this message that is a stumbling block to the Jews, it's it's foolishness to the Greeks. It's the message that actually saves. It's not about eloquence.
1: Yeah, and here's you know? a passage that uh, where if you... Um, believe that baptism has to do anything with salvation or anything that has, a uh, power to it, uh, that you would hold as a, as a work, uh, that is, or a requirement that is needed for salvation. Here's a, a, a verse to wrestle with, uh, cause here we have the apostle Paul, who you would think if baptism is so important, you would think an apostle would make a a a thing about it he mm-hmm. would put it at top priority like we got to make sure we got to baptize everyone here yeah. like we got where's the, all the people where, where's this where's the hose at we got to sprinkle them mm-hmm. up you know um but no he's he's not uh he's not saying that he's uh he's what he's saying is that baptism um, isn't anything that he's concerned at at all, and he thanks God that he actually didn't baptize any. I mean, that's kind of that's like <laughs> that's, a intense. that's a dish. That's, yeah, that shots fire. Like imagine, like he we were just listening, you know, in the prayer, he was going, "I thank God." Uh, that you guys are saved, you guys mm-hmm. are great, you guys are—you uh, guys have these gifts. And now he's saying, "I thank God that I didn't even baptize any of you." That is—that <laughs> is some strong language. I mean, imagine that being said today mm-hmm. uh, by the Apostle Paul. That would not fly mm-hmm. with a lot of uh, with a lot of Christians or
0: any uh, leader. Imagine any yeah. leader like i, I thank God yeah. I didn't baptize you. What? <laughs> How dare you, John
3: MacArthur?
1: Why would yeah. you say that to me? <laughs> <He's> yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, there there are. Uh, there are religions or, or, uh, that, that are based off Christianity that would hold uh, some kind of weight mm-hmm. to uh, a certain level of rank uh, person to mm-hmm. baptize them. And that, that would give you joy. That would give you uh, praise. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you would well, like, wow, I was praised by this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was baptized by this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I was baptized by that guy. And, you know, it's, it's like that's not the point uh the point isn't uh, uh baptism that's not where the power is at. the power is in the cross mm-hmm. uh he clearly says it and i love that um mm-hmm. in in and this is big for 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 paul uh the power of the cross Um uh, almost in every letter he talks about he i mean he said it himself cro- we i only preach cross crucified he says that in, in probably like the next few verses um that's his his only concern is to preach cross crucified that is it that's what he mm-hmm. was called for um in romans which is just a a well thought out letter from paul and it's just his uh it's just his systematic theology <laughs> pretty much you know mm-hmm. we uh, a lot of pastors or students of theology would have all these books on their shelves that have systematic theology uh romans is is could could be uh said uh could be a uh, could be uh, said to be uh paul's systematic theology mm-hmm. um and and he starts off in, in chapter one um, saying in verse uh the infamous romans 1 16 uh, for i am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god for salvation to everyone who believes to the jew first and also the greek uh, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteousness shall live by faith. Um, so there we see Paul um, in the introduction of, of Romans, where again, Romans for all like 10, 12 chapters, he's just giving um, a breakdown of, of what salvation is, how we got it, uh, what, why is it necessary who provided it for us um how is god justified just a, a systematic breakdown of 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 salvation and the gospel mm-hmm. um so that's how he starts it off and then in in chapter ten he 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 uh he concludes his his statement um uh in chapter ten uh verse seventeen uh, he says so, or he's coming to his conclusion. and He says so. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. Um, so, um, pretty much to to sum it up, um, the power of salvation, as Paul says, comes from the gospel, mm-hmm. and um, this comes from the cross of uh, of Christ. That that's the mm-hmm. that's the center of the gospel. That's that's what uh, the heart is. Is that cross? Uh, that Christ is had died for our sins, and he, overcome, he overcame death, and he was able to uh, satisfy God's wrath, um, which allowed him to be resurrected from the dead mm-hmm. and, uh, and ascend into heaven, um, which is amazing. Um, and and that's, that's what Paul is explaining here. He's not explaining that bapti- baptism isn't going to give you uh, salvation. Uh baptism won't do that for you. Uh if you don't believe in the gospel truly and you and you get baptized, well, um, you know, then that's not a ticket into heaven. Uh that's not a ticket uh for your uh for your uh redemption of your sins. Uh that that doesn't do anything for you. You're just you're just getting wet. Um and um and what Paul concludes to in this in this last sentence here is that um if you were to think that baptism um actually does that for you, then what you are doing is actually what you're doing is you're emptying the the power of the cross. Mm-hmm. You're taking it away. And I, I think that's 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 real cool that, that he does that. I, I mean yeah. who know who who would have known after he penned that down two thousand years ago all these different churches would arise and all these different school of thoughts and ideology mm-hmm. and, and, uh, different, um, interpretations of, of, of the word, mm-hmm. uh, would be going on. And, and all throughout the Bible, we have these small impactful verses like these where Amen. people have to wrestle with now saying, all right, well, I know I, I followed this before, but if it's saying here that baptism, uh, if, if, if baptism isn't, uh, isn't what's necessary for our salvation and it's the gospel by mm-hmm. hearing The gospel and believing the gospel and professing christ Mm -hmm. uh is really what the power is uh in in our salvation then uh i have to wrestle with that you Mm -hmm. know i i can't I, i can't just uh uh accept everything i believe i have i have to put i have to understand that this is god's word and that god spoke and it's still relevant today his truth is still uh relevant today and um, it's everlasting, as he said. Mm-hmm. Heaven and earth will pass,
0: but my word will remain forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's good. And why is Paul writing this in the first place? Why is he addressing this subject? Because mm-hmm. it seems that the Corinthians are ones to put stock in eloquent wisdom and the wisdom of the world rather than the message of the cross, the, mm-hmm. uh, the power of the cross. Um, that's what u- really matters. That's what ultimately matters. And they are so focused on, you know, um, it's, it, it, yes, they have the gift of all speech and all wisdom, but he's drawing this, um, this important conclusion here that it's not all about um, eloquent wisdom. It's not all about these, these words of eloquent wisdom. It's about the cross. It's about Christ crucified. Um, that's where the power is. Uh, that's what ultimately matters. That's the most important thing. That is central to our faith. It's not uh, eloquent wisdom, it's not great philosophy. It's not the wisdom of the world, it's yeah. the power of the cross, yeah. um, and that's what really matters and and we'll see in our next um, our next episode how he, he now he talks about Christ, the wisdom and the power of God and juxtaposes it in depth with the wisdom of the world and shows why it's superior for those who are being saved um, so yeah, we will see that
1: yeah next so-
0: Thank you guys for listening. We hope yes. you guys got. Uh, later on, we'll open
1: up your 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 scriptures and and maybe go through what we're reading. Don't yeah. you know? Don't put too stock into it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't put too much stock into us. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you guys won't. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, read it for yourself. I think it would be cool if we just go through this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, the whole point of me and Corey doing this is uh, from the beginning is that we hope we can encourage. Uh, unity in the church that's that's really what we what we started uh, doing this is that mm-hmm. two brothers could come together have nothing in common but in Christ and mm-hmm. the more we build our relationship we find out that we have a lot of things in common yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and it's really that that's I mean that's that's what I love about the unity of uh, of, the, of the body is that uh, we're so uh, sinful in our ways where we make judgments mm-hmm. off uh, just the outward appearance, appearance of someone's speech yeah speech <laughs> yeah, <especially. laughs> yeah that was big on you <laughs> yeah you, you just make these judgment calls and it's it's not until you sit down with someone and you really just uh, build a relationship with each other and not only that but you have that one uh common um that one uh common uh what's the word Ground. ground. Thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have that same common ground uh, that uh, that that keeps us both leveled. And um, yeah, uh, we, we want to encourage that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we want to encourage uh, that people will open up the scriptures and have their uh, personal time with the uh, with with uh, with God and his word. And we pray that it would be edifying uh, mm-hmm. to everyone who
0: listens to this. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right, so what you say we should close in prayer? Yes. Okay. All right. Let us close in prayer. Oh Lord, we just thank you for the message of the cross. And we thank you, God, that um that it's not the wisdom of the world that ultimately matters, and it's not the um it's not the great debater of this age who ultimately matters, God, but it's the message of, of Christ crucified. And um, we thank you, Lord, that you have given us so many gifts in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, you have given us uh, uh, material gifts, and more importantly, you have given us uh, spiritual gifts, Lord. Uh, things that uh, our eyes are not able to ascertain, uh, but you have, you have gifted us um, in, in so many ways. And, and you also gifted the Corinthians so, so heavily, so uh, powerfully, Lord. Um, but it's not the gifts of of speech and and knowledge uh, in which we should boast, um, and it's not the uh, the power of of what you've given us that uh, ultimately uh, holds weight, God, because these things um, these things are just are, are gifts from you, yes. But the the most important gift of all is your own Son, is one who is with you from eternity past um who uh, did not see uh, equality with you as something to be grasped, but he emptied himself um, and went to I uh, went to death on the cross, Lord. And we just said, uh, thank you for that gift which surmounts every other one, Lord. And uh, I pray that um, we would not take stock, put stock in uh, great leaders necessarily. We would thank you for them. And we would thank you for their ministries, but we would not put stock in them. And we would not put heavy stock in our own gifts, but we would put stock in the cross. We would put stock in our Savior, the one who went to, to the cross for our sins and who rose again, God. So may we uh, put stock in that above all else, God. And may we just uh, be continually aware of, um, of just how good you are to us, Lord. And I pray that we would be men and women who read your word, who would uh, take the time to just go through it and um and we would just marvel at what you've done for us, and uh and not you didn't only see fit to uh to uh, send your son to, to die for us, but you even saw fit to give us gifts through the power, through the Holy Spirit, Lord, and uh to mightily empower the saints. And we are your saints if we are truly yours, Lord. And we thank you for for uh, salvation and for uh for sanctifying us, oh God um continue to encourage our our listeners we pray uh with these podcasts and uh may they be blessed by this entire uh, episode and may they also be blessed by uh the song to come um after this pray these things in Jesus name
1: amen amen